Good evening. It's my pleasure to introduce our first speaker of this convention, Governor Rick Scott. When Governor Scott took office seven years ago, Florida's economy was at a low point. Since his first day in office, the governor has brought incredible focus to the task of turning the economy around and getting Floridians back to work. Most recently, we've seen the governor's leadership when Hurricane Irma approached threatening our entire state. When Hurricane Maria devastated Puerto Rico, Governor Scott acted quickly to ensure that Florida was prepared to help our fellow Americans from the island in their time of need. And the governors continued to promote freedom and democracy in Cuba and Venezuela, shining a spotlight on the abuses of the Castro and Maduro regimes, and meeting last week in Coral Gables with the exiled justices of the Venezuela Supreme Court. But it may be on Florida's judiciary where Governor Scott leaves his most enduring legacy. The governor has been committed to the appointment of judges who understand the role of the judiciary under our Constitution and who will uphold the rule of law. Thank you, Governor, for your commitment to the Constitution and to the future of our state's judiciary. Please join me in welcoming Governor Rick Scott. Thank you. Please have a seat. Thank you very much. Thank you. Please have a seat. Thank you. That was very nice. I want to thank you very much for that. You know, in this, um, I really look at this job as your legacy is all the individuals you get to. Um, to help move along in their careers that do things after you finish. And so before I get started talking about our appointments, I just want to recognize a few people that I've had the opportunity to work with. Uh, first, I want to thank Dan Norby. <laughs> Dan is relentless. Uh, he is very, he's very committed to making sure that our office works well. He's surrounding himself with a wonderful group of, uh, of lawyers, but on top of that, he is very committed to making sure we get the right judges. So I want to thank Dan for all, he's, all he has done, and he's going to continue to do. We have 339 more days with the opportunity to appoint more judges. Next. Yeah. Next, I want to recognize uh, Jesse Panuccio. Someone said Jesse's here. I don't know. Oh, great. I was blessed that uh, Jesse came to work with me right, after, right when I got elected. Uh, I, didn't, uh, I didn't know Jesse uh, before that, but Jesse was, um, he was very committed from day one that we were going to change the direction of the judiciary to people that were going to adhere to the rule of law. And he is committed. I know he's doing a great job uh, in D.C. now, so Jesse, thank you very much for all you've done. Next, I want to thank our Attorney General. Um, I, did, I met Pam Bondi when I was running for election. Neither of us were the front runners when we ran in 2010. And to the shock of everybody, each of us won. I think more to the shock that I would win, but Pam, Pam would win. It's not much of a shock. 
Um, but what I've, here's what I've appreciated about, about Pam Bondi. She is going to uphold the law. She's going to stand up for what's right. But she's not out there every day just trying to make news that's going to impact our job market. Um, we've had the opportunity to work on the governor and cabinet meetings together. We've, had, uh, we've done uh, clemency together. And we've uh, fought together on a variety of issues. She has been relentless when we first got elected to try to stop the pill mills. We were losing seven people a day uh, dying of legal drug overdose. And since then, she has been a national leader on trying to stop the opioid crisis uh, in this country. So. Then something else that, that Pam's done, and she just got back from overseas, but uh, human trafficking. You just can't imagine why anyone would want to traffic another human being. You just can't imagine it. And Pam has been relentless in trying to make sure the uh, individuals that have been trafficked, we have programs for them. She's done everything we can, she can to try to stop it. Um, so I want to thank her from the bottom of my heart for being such a great partner for the last seven years. Next, I want to thank uh, Thridian for going to DC and doing a great job. Alex Acosta is doing a great job as Secretary of Labor. When President Trump ever asked me for advice, I said you should just follow Florida's lead, do exactly what we're doing, and bring people from Florida to do it. So, but, um, but Alex did a really good job running uh, the law school at FIU, um, made sure that these individuals down there were actually getting jobs and getting finished on time. And he has done a great job and he's been a great partner focused on how do we make sure we create an environment where everybody, whether, whether you're going to go to college or you're going to state college or you're going right out of high school to get a job, he's doing that each and every day. So I want to thank Alex for what he does. I don't know if Secretary Pruitt's out here yet, but if you think about what Scott Pruitt has done to try to make sure he's an actual partner with the states to protect the environment, uh, not have the federal government make all the decisions about how to protect their, our environment. And so he's done a really good job. I don't think he's quite out here yet. But I want to thank Scott Pruitt, so let's give him a round of applause. And I want to thank uh, Leonard Leo and everybody at the Federal Society. I had the opportunity to meet uh, uh, Leonard back in 2009 when I was fighting Obamacare. And the Federal Society does an outstanding job trying to make sure uh, that we end up with the right type of judges in this state. They're going to create an environment where all, we all know what a judge, how a judge is going to make a decision. I always try to explain to everybody that there's three, three branches of government. I'm not the judiciary. I'm not the legislative branch. And so I expect people to live within their lanes. And that's exactly what the Federal Society uh, does. So I want to thank everybody at the Federal Society for what they do, and especially Leonard Leo. Thank you. Then somebody I had the opportunity to see that's been a big uh, friend and supporter, Fred Karlinski. Uh, he does a great job. Fred, thank you for what you do to help all the time. Make sure we have the right judges. So when I first got elected, uh, I started talking to companies. And the first thing they said to me is they wanted to know about our education system. They clearly wanted to know about our taxes. But they wanted to know what type of judges I was going to appoint. Because they said, I cannot, you're not gonna, we cannot expand in your state if we don't know what the law is going to be. So we've been blessed. We've added 1.5 million jobs since, since I, uh, I got elected. 
Our unemployment rate's down to 3.7%. Uh, so we, this state is on a roll. We have 265,000 job openings. And part of it is because of the judges we've appointed. But the legacy of, what, of this administration is the judges. That's, that's something they can increase the taxes. We've cut taxes 80 times. They can add regulations back. We've cut 5,000 regulations. But the judges that we've appointed, they are going to change the direction of this state for the better for years and years to come. I've had the opportunity to appoint more than 330 judges in the last seven years. I've had the opportunity to appoint one Supreme Court justice so far. And I want to thank Justice uh, Lawson for what, doing such a great job. He's clearly uh, brought to the court an absolute commitment to the Constitution, uh, to following the law, to having a robust conversation, but directing the conversation in a matter that we follow the law that was set, either our Constitution or the laws that are, set, are passed in our state. So Justice Lawson, thank you for what you do. Now, people ask me, you know, the types of judges I want to appoint. So I want to appoint people that, that want to serve. They want to serve with honor. They want to serve with integrity. And they want to serve with humility. Anybody that's been through the legal process knows it's, it's daunting uh, to go in front of uh, the court system. And we need people that are going to treat people with, with respect. We want people that are going to defend our Constitution. I tell people all the time, you know, I don't make the laws. If there's a law in the books, my job is to make sure we enforce those laws. The legislature, the legislative branch gets to change those laws. But in the meantime, our judges should not be changing the laws. That process should be done through the legislative branch of, branch of our government. I want people that are going to adhere to the rule of law, and they're clearly not going to legislate from the bench. And finally, I want to do, I want to, uh, the duty of a judge is to say what is the law rather than what they believe the law should be. And as we, as we interview judge, judges, the, uh, when I ask them, the first thing I ask them is, tell me why you believe that following the law is important. And if you've been a judge, tell me the difficult times you've had to do that when you would like to have a different result. Because that'll tell you whether people are actually adhering to the law and following the rule of law. So, I hope you have a great uh, conference. It's an honor to be here. Thank you for the warm reception. I look forward to appointing more judges in the next 339 days. Have a great evening. Bye-bye.